The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quarmelizer Sports Talk. We are live. It is Friday, Fireball Friday. If you checked out the tweets, you know what it is. This is the show in its originality, and by that I mean I'm rolling solo. Demery Lachey, whom he seems to think he needs no introduction, is in Sin City. Depending on what you call a sin, then you can figure out the city. And Doug, my goodness, Doug acted like he had the baby. We haven't heard from Doug since the baby was born, but, you know, I told him he had some different qualities. Not Caitlin qualities, but he got some different qualities uh, in his household. But uh, welcome to the show, Kwamala Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. You know we got a lot to talk about. Definitely the game that happened tonight. Uh, I got a lot to say about that. That's the number. You know how fast it's going to move. Um, Golden State Warriors win the game. That's what we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about, um, here's an interesting story. To me, it's interesting. Now, Demery was hanging out with Brittany Griner, and it is about Brittany Griner. He was hanging out with her. He's so excited about it. Came back and told me. But it was, um, they got in a fight and she suspended for, they got in some type of altercation out in public. And because everybody's so PC and everybody wants to, once you connect it to a brand, once you connect it to a shield, everyone wants to make sure they punish you for doing something that people do every day. And you should be punished for this. In this regard right here, it was domestic violence. Brittany Griner is married to Gloria Johnson Griner. I'm, I'm imagining her having the same last name uh, with a hyphen to it. The fight, I thought the fight was just about, you know, just arguments about, you know, you relationships or something like that. And, and for the most part, it is. Gloria Johnson Griner announced she is pregnant. I don't, now, I'm speculating because I don't know what the fight would be about that she's pregnant if they talked about it. Now, if they didn't talk about it, which means Gloria Johnson uh, cheated on Brittany Griner. So that was, that was what the fight about. Uh, just a few weeks after the domestic violence dispute between WNBA star Brittany Griner, her and her wife, Gloria Johnson, that I mentioned, she was pregnant. It was, it was on Instagram. It was on Instagram. And I... I <laughs> I guess um, in relationships, your emotions run high. You have emotions, and regardless of who you are or who, depending on who you are, you know, depending on if you can control your emotions. I always say athletes have such a great mind to do and to go in and do what they do at a high level. 
But in that great mind, the only thing I say destroys that great mind is, I would say, depending on where you're from, the idiocies that you, and you continue to have your same friends around you, and no friends don't know who you are. But I always say relationships mess it up. So me speculating, the fight is about Brittany Griner being suspended. I think she's suspended seven games, and I only think WNBA plays 45 games, so she's missing a significant part of the season at the WNBA, and she's one of the faces of the league on the Phoenix Mercury. She's the center for the Phoenix Mercury. And I watched her play. She has fun on the basketball court. She has fun on the bench when she's not in the game. But when she's getting on the cane, she, she's about her business. And that is that. That being said, this was the, the entire altercation was Gloria Johnson Griner, Brittany's wife, I'm imagining, announced that she was pregnant. Now, you, you know that couldn't happen with Brittany. And, and, then, and definitely they didn't talk about it. Because it wouldn't have been a fight about it. She's uh, Gloria's going to miss the entire season. She's with the Shockers, I believe, uh, somewhere in. I think it was uh No, I don't think she's in the Shockers. She might be with a team in. Um, oh man, what is it? Tulsa, Tulsa. It has always been my dream of mine to start a family with someone I love. This is Gloria talking. Being a professional athlete that plays year round, there's never a perfect time to get pregnant without putting my career on hold. Interesting. That's the situation that I thought I, I would bring to you. 888-346-9144. You can speculate on your own or you can find the facts to it. Um, they were just married last month, three weeks after they both got arrested, allegedly for, you know, attacking each other. Uh, Brittany suspended seven games. Uh, I think both of them might be suspended seven games in, in, in that, but she was going to miss the whole season anyway. We got a call on the line, long time caller, a great friend of the show, Brian, out in Arkansas. Nelly, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Kwame? Hey, what's up, buddy? You did you hear the uh, the Brittany Griner story? Because because initially you might have heard, or it might came across a ticker about maybe a month ago that she got suspended for altercation out in public. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, yeah, I was listening to you. I haven't been up on it, but yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she she was um she it, it, it would be in and out of this because it's it's crazy in it. anyway. She got pregnant. I don't think Brittany for for them to fight out in public, for them to go to that extent, they mustn't talk about her getting pregnant. They mustn't talk about that, or there wouldn't have been a fight. And and I don't know how she did it. I don't know if she's with a guy or she did the insimilation or or how it happened. But you know it's. It, it it is what it is, but that's what that's what caused the entire thing. It, it's crazy. It was crazy. Well, it's, it's almost like okay, what if you? Well, not that well, somebody had a a girlfriend and you was dating her, and you thought um, y'all was together, or whatever, and she came up pregnant. Right. That's that seemed like the situation. So how would how would you react in that situation? Well, I you said yeah, I, and that's I, how I think it went down. Now you got a high intelligent. Uh, you got a high level of, of mind or thinking. And for you to do what you did for a living, do what you're doing for a living still, um, I, I say athletes have their brains work differently. You have to be a certain way. You have to you have to be able to take your mind somewhere else to reach that level, that professional level or that, the highest level you could go. But I always say there's one thing that can do it, and that's emotions, and that's in a relationship with someone that drives you crazy. That you, like, for, this, for example... She felt like, you know, I was with her. I, we didn't know what, if this is the case. I didn't know she was getting pregnant. She turn, tells me she's pregnant. They get in a fight. 
Right. That and that's what I say about athletes. They their mind they, they they can go somewhere else with it. They can block a lot of things out. They can take it to where they need to take it to go to where they need to go on that professional level. But the only thing that can really drive them crazy is being in a relationship. Yeah, I, 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 I really believe that. Now, now it don't just affect like their relationship. Like this is gonna be in the media. Uh, we know you didn't get her pregnant, so. Right. Uh, did you guys agree on this? You know what I'm saying? Now their whole life is played out through the media. And I'm pretty sure that flashed through her head as soon as she heard about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it's not just their relationship. It's going to be played out on the news. I'm going to have to answer questions. She brought. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes away for the short season that the WNBA has. I don't, I don't have time to answer questions. Not even just on the pregnancy alone, but on the domestic violence that I had. And he, and you, I'm sure they both feel regretful that it happened. Yeah, that it happened in public. How old is this girl? How old is she? Yeah, Brittany's a young girl. You know what? What was Brittany? She was exactly. in uh, Tim what, Baylor. Like 24, 20, 23, 24, 25. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I don't think she's any more than twenty five. She's no more than twenty five. You have emotions at that age. Well, Plus, I, know, I always say other stuff going on. I always say relationships that that brings out your high emotions, uh, or you know winning winning the championship, World Series, or whatever has whatever championship that is. That brings out high emotions, and this is right here when we lose our mind. Yep, we lose our mind. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Brian Nelson uh, is on the line. Long time friend of the show, uh, my uh, baseball aficionado knows ins and outs of baseball. One of the things I um, I can't get enough of the conversation that we have is st- him starting his own league, and maybe we get into that to more in depth in the show and see where the process is in there, uh, what that is going, and what what we need to do, and we can go. We can go uh, buy all these things during Christmas time and and have nothing to show for by January, February. But to to build uh, something that's worth doing, like an, another lead, I, I think is imperative that you get behind. All of us get behind something like that, and he has the blueprint for it. It's not you, you're not going to be able to do it alone. It's going to be a lot of people going to have to come aboard and do some things with you. Uh, and I know you've taken steps to that. But yep, appreciate you calling in. Thanks. For, uh, welcome to the show. Oracle Arena brings the noise, which they have done. <laughs> For three and a half years, and, and 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 you can roll back the tape. And I said the Golden State Warriors, a team I want to see progress as far as the maturity. Uh, three, two and a half, three years ago, and I and I'm dead serious on this. I said this. I said I want to see where these guys go because they have a team, and then they add pieces. And I think on that team they might have uh, the original six or seven people that they drafted. And still is on that still on that team. They they acquired some free agents like Andre Iguodala, um, Barbosa, who was sitting in sitting overseas, sitting at home. Where where is he from? Brazil somewhere. Brazil. Yeah, sitting at home. Uh, got a ten day contract back to the league with another team and found out. I love his game, Barbosa's game. It's a street ball game, and I love when he gets in. I think he and Steph runs well, but not better than Steph and Clay. But when he comes in, you don't lose anything. You bring uh, Andre in. And I was always surprised at how the 76ers let him go when he was supposed to take over for AI. You don't let a guy go who you market as the, the, the other AI, which is ludicrous in itself. That's like calling LT, LT, LaDainian Thomas, LaDainian Thomas and Lawrence Taylor. You're the only one LT in, in my book. But LT, you know, a, a good friend, that's how we know him. That's how we know him. 
Well, well that's how you get seven first round draft picks. Because <laughs> you lose and get rid of everybody. I used to say, man, like even last year, two years ago, if you put Allen Iverson on the Sixers, they'll go to the playoffs. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Well, probably not right now, but two years ago, mm-hmm. when he, you know what I'm saying, when they really was not looking out for him, not letting him out, I really thought that. AI. AI was overseas playing it. Uh, did you see his, uh, did you see the documentary? Yeah, well, I didn't see it, but I, you know, I've been, I've been hearing about it. Yeah, it, it, it I could tell you, I, I, I saw it. I could tell you everything in there, from what I know and what I knew from back then, is right on. It's true, it's true. Really? Yeah, it's right on. And you gotta, you gotta think anyway. AI's not gonna let you promote something or let you show something that isn't true. This is not a made-for-TV thing. This is a real thing, exactly. especially how this guy it's changed his life. Story. It's not the story that they gonna write. Right. It's, so yeah, you know he not like Stephen A was on today, and he was saying that um, that he he talked to Alan Iverson and his wife, and people want to talk about you know how what he was going through, but they didn't realize it was because he lost his his girl. That was his everything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And when he lost her, it was just like. Yes. And I think they're back together. You know what I'm saying? But not, and on top of that, you know, it, plus his uh, high school sweetheart, but on top of that, um, or just to equal to that, I, I think, well, he lost his, his best friend. He lost his best friend. Right. And this is when all the practice situation came up, and, and I, I thought they were just talking about AI because he had just came off that MVP year, and you talking about trading him, and you weren't about him not going hard. You can't talk about trading the MVP because now it's about business and well, now it's business, but you're really making it personal for a guy who put his heart and soul into basketball and just for that city. Hey, I walks in Philadelphia, he he gets the red carpet still. There's a there's a handful of guys could do that in certain cities. You get the hand, you get the red carpet, even not having played there for past seven to ten years. It's still you, yeah, you man, meant so much they to the city. It. He was he was the LeBron. He took nobody and all the way to the finals. Right. Yep. Like he was if he was bigger and had any help. Any help, dude? <laughs> I just think been. if he was bigger—I mean, not bigger—I just think if he had help, because AI was AI. You couldn't—I don't know who, who yeah. stopped him. No, him. Yeah, <laughs> who stopped, stopped that guy? That's the only person that stopped him. Yeah, if AI had some help. Who had Matombo? He had Eric Snow. He had um, what was <laughs> what was the other? Yeah, Lynch, didn't he? He had Lynch from uh, well, Lynch went to North Carolina, yeah, right? Yeah, for. For a minute, right? But them guys, I'm talking about a consistent. He, like you said, he was LeBron coming out of coming out of school. He take your team there, but you're not gonna be the Los Angeles Lakers team who has five guys and then Shaquille O'Neal, who was the, at that time the most dominant center in the game because he couldn't hit free throws. I mean, he wouldn't dominate in the paint, and we'll get to right. that domination in the paint on what LeBron did to Cleveland last night, and then what he didn't do in overtime. Um, but yeah, who was, there, who was their other guard? Eddie Jones? No, no, it was uh, Eric Snow and. No, I'm talking about the Lakers. Oh, the Lakers. Um, yep, Eddie Jones. It was Kobe, Eddie Jones, and who? Who was that? Uh, who was the other guard? I would have They're to playing D. That's that D that was playing on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing happening to LeBron. Like people talking about, he didn't score any points in the in the fourth quarter in overtime. He cut. He he had the whole state of Ohio on his back the whole game because you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he was carrying the whole team. But you know what? Out. They had Tyrone Lue on the Lakers team. Remember he stepped over him. 
Yep. Hit the cro- yep. crossed him up, hit that jumper. Tyrone <laughs> Ty broke his ankle, not not, yep. <laughs> and he, he walked been over. Coaching ever since. Tyrone, <laughs> Tyrone Lou, yeah, he been coaching ever since. He's on, he's up for a head coaching job. Yeah, he do a good job, man. Yeah, he 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 knows. I, I like when guys play the game at a high level, but then they can go over to the coaching part of it. I think. Uh, Jason Kidd was one of those guys. Uh, you had um, the other – who's the other guy who just came uh, – Fisher, Jeff Fisher. Not Jeff mm-hmm. Fisher, but Fisher. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Come out – immediately oh, come off the – Yeah, immediately come off the court and go right into coaching. And yep. and get the uh, – which might be good because you still – once you know you're done with basketball, you can still bring guys to the fold. The problem it, is – It just depends on your personality, man, because you're dealing with these youngsters. you got to be – you know what I'm saying? You got to have a, a resume. <laughs> you know, you can't just come in there and try to. They think they know everything, man. Yeah. Like that is true. Kid can do that. Like that. That's why I thought a young team is way better for him. You know what I mean? Like they, they grew up watching him. Like the the um the net. Mm-hmm. They was dudes playing against him. You know they was gonna second guess him. And you know what I'm saying? They veteran. Now he with Milwaukee and them boys rolling. Right. And they get Jabari Parker back next. It's gonna be on. That, that's what I'm waiting to see when they get him back because that team got into the playoffs, AFC uh, and then East, but they got in. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. I want to get into uh, the game that played last night, uh, but let's do it on the other side of this break. Kwamalasa Sports Talk. I got uh, Brian Nelson on the show. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Damarie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. It is Fireball Friday, except I got coffee from Starbucks. Appreciate my baristas over there, uh, Stacy and uh, who was it, Kathy over there. Good, good group of guys. Good group of people. I say guys. Good group of people over there. They they usually take care of me. Um, welcome back to the show. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Before we went to break, well, off the air we were talking about um, what, what's going on with that. I don't know what that is. 
Gas man. Yeah, what's up, man? What's that? Well, you got some noise in the background? Yeah, it's following me on Twitter or something like that. What's all that? Oh, uh, it was just in your ear only. Mm. <laughs> it was just the uh, leftovers of the song. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what were we back? Um, <laughs> Sorry. You're not supposed to bring that up on the radio. You, 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 they done, you've been here so long, they done tainted you. Yeah. <laughs> they done tainted you into messing up my show. All right, go Warriors. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. We, um, we, we were talking off the air. Um, how wives and significant others, girlfriends, whomever, stay out of the sport if you don't play the sport. You didn't play Pop Warner. Don't tell me about football. <laughs> you didn't play uh, AAU. Don't tell me about football. And and what's been tweeted out, and I think Kyrie Irving last night did a great job on Stephen Curry. Stephen had 24, 26 points. That, that's, that, those, mm-hmm. are good, those are good numbers for the team he is on because everybody on that floor can score. Right. But when he blocked that shot, I thought he man, I, I was, I wanted to be a great series. I am going for Golden State and seven because of LeBron James. That I ought to respect LeBron James and being the best player in the world. Her tweet is, mm-hmm. "Can't get any calls, disgraceful." What game are you watching? That was not. I didn't. I didn't see him foul him. That was a great. I looked at that play. I say Kyrie back. That's a great play. Now there's a lot of talk about Kyrie Irving's minutes he played as opposed to the first game of the series, championship series, and or and or the seven games. How do you how you negate that? How you how do you say, oh, I'm gonna arrest him because we got seven games, possibly seven games. I thought last night in watching that game, but before I move to that, like I said, Aisha Carey, you don't play. You're not on the floor. You don't have the pulse of the game. You watch them from the stands. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about what the referee is refereeing a hard job. It is. I tried doing it on a little league level, and I had to tell the parents, shut up. Because it's, it's, you can get frustrated doing that stuff, but it, it is hard. Now, you think those guys out there, now, you and I, Brian, we talked about all the referees and how they control the games. And how I, and, and I think I said, they were so bad this year in refereeing. I, when they get to the finals, I, I hope they don't mess up the game, stop the flow of the game, and let them guys play. Let them play in his finals. But then you can't have some wife or girlfriend significant other talking about what she don't know unless her husband's not well, there telling her that. Yeah, you're right. But I, you know what, though? I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on the women not really knowing sports. Because, like, when I, when I train kids and stuff, their moms be there, bro. And their moms listen to the coach more than they might not know how to play it. But, you know what I'm saying, they, they can relate. Yeah, but right. I'll say this. Talking about it, now you don't need to, you don't need, you don't need to do that because what? now you're giving LeBron fuel. You're giving everybody <laughs> else. Oh, well, LeBron going to get called too then. We don't need that. Right, LeBron if you, is already a bully. Okay, let the you won. Just chill. Exactly. I agree. No, I agree with that. And I'm and I'm saying to that that um, you don't know if the fouls. You, unless, unless Steph said, yeah, they, he fouled me on that. You're going to get touched in basketball. There was a lot of fouls that weren't called. There were some fouls that wasn't fouls that were called. So you get the pulse of the game. As long as it balanced out at the end of the game when that clock is zero, and then last night's game just happened to go in overtime, there's a, yeah, that's a lot of women that know sport. I, w- I wasn't a fan of them on the sideline, but now I am because they know what they're talking about. There's only certain female reporters that's on the sideline. I'm like, oh, yeah, she knows her stuff. And I've said this recently. I've said this a couple times that – 
I don't have a problem with that on the sideline because they know what they're talking about. They know the exact questions to ask. They're not coming up mm-hmm. there asking some silly questions. They asking, they asking NBA questions. They asking NFL questions. They asking, they know what to ask after a game because they watching the game. They just not waiting for the game to end and somebody got a they got a little earpiece in their ear and somebody saying ask them this, ask them that. You know what to ask. Do you do you think the uh, referees be anticipating what's gonna happen and then, or are they just I don't know because some of the stuff I'm saying, I don't know what I'll be. <laughs> I look, you know me. I look directly at the score and the time of the game and what's <laughs> going on. Like, okay, why did he call that? What like which conspiracy on, theory like, is this one? Yeah, I, it has to be some reason to call that man to I don't know to even it up so they could shoot free throws in the end. Mm-hmm. Man, that stuff just don't make sense. To me. It, it don't. And that's why I say they need to um, don't don't ruin the, don't ruin the championship game. Um, don't ruin the game. And when we are going to talk about the Golden State Warriors and what they did last night. Because I, as I was watching this game, I felt like if they lost this game, they're going to lose this series. I felt like if they won this game and given LeBron the benefit of the doubt, it'll go seven games and Golden State win. I, I'm torn between, I'm torn between both teams winning and both teams losing. Let me explain what I mean by that. I would like LeBron to win and leave because I don't like the owner Dan. What is Dan Gilbert? What mm-hmm. he did, the disrespect that he did, because a guy changed jobs. Because in the beginning, you didn't give him what he needed to be successful in the job that he's that he was doing for your company. That's he, Le, that's he LeBron. Did it, he did it because he was but he found out on TV like everybody else. He felt like that LeBron. That's how LeBron disrespected him. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't no reason to. To, you know, to write that type of letter, hey, he escaped or some shit, you know, something like that. But, but and, and like, then he he got mad. I would have probably been mad. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have went to that. You know, what I'm saying extreme, but right. I don't know. Like, at least you know we had a should have had a good enough relationship to where you know what I mean you could have at least told me you was leaving. But but don't you think Brian might have did that? Don't you think it was might have been some things said to him or not said to him? Then you say, well, we don't have that type of oh, relationship. Yeah. And his family and his entourage. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a reason not to tell you. It ain't your business. I'm a free agent. I'm leaving. Right. True, because he wasn't on the contract. It's true. And and here's one of the things he said, which I found strange or funny, is that. Dan Gilbert said, uh, "Well, he did a lie for LeBron entourage, and they'd be and they the first to tell you, no, he didn't. What 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 did he do? He said <laughs> he did a lot for their entourage and, and building some stuff where they can go hang out or go practice and whatever. Um, but then for, to try to turn the whole city against LeBron, and I really don't think man to be on TV clapping and when they won. Was oh the my god, my stomach out. was hurting. Like, man, I don't want to see this. My stomach was hurting. Like, I saw that stuff." That was like watching Django or something. <laughs> no, who's like, what is going I, on? I will tell you who the Django is. This idiot, um, what, what, uh, Samuel L. Jackson character in that. That guy, that guy yeah. would be taken out to the back. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a. Uh, he would have played thirty years in the big league. Oh my goodness! League. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that right, that right there, and then the fans who don't have any sense. I keep going as I as I talk about this this specific situation. I keep going back. Why can't he t- change jobs if he wanted to? Let's say he wanted, to, you know, it, family or whatever. Why can't he change jobs if he wanted to? What have you done for him so from the time he left high school and came to that organization 
a young kid like LeBron James takes you to the final with no help. And we just got finished saying the same thing about AI. Nothing, but how much money am I going to lose if you leave? Right. He changed the whole economy. He, you're right. He changed the whole economy in Akron or in, in uh, Cleveland when he left. That is crazy. And when he came back. And when he came back. That is crazy. But I just don't think they deserve him. I, I, I know he has a two-year deal, but one of them is an option. I hope I want him to win. I want him to win and say, here's your championship. I'm out. I'm going back to Miami. I'm going to New York. I don't think LeBron, he's big enough where he don't have to go to New York. But I always thought he was going to go to Brooklyn because of him and Jay-Z. That nonsense right there. Um, Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, Golden State, I want them to win because I'm a fan of what the, how they look and what they do as a team, what they do together. No, nobody on that team has been in the finals. Uh, you keep talking about comparing LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Well, let's say, okay, LeBron James went to the finals five years in a row. Michael Jordan won six championships. LeBron James, what do he have, two? Two championships? You yeah. stop, stop comparing that guy to Jordan. And he, he, LeBron even said he was an Allen Iverson fan. Coming up, because what what Allen Iverson did for the game, and a lot of these guys that do tattoos and all this, to wear your hair a certain way, although LeBron's is falling out. But on the other side of the Golden State <laughs> Warriors, the the Golden State Warriors, I want them to win because what I just said about them playing together. No, no real. You you can't point to one guy and say that's yeah, the guys gonna get I it like done. I like that. I yeah. like the way they play. They have their offense own offense and playing, defense, and they. They work, man. When you work that hard, man, and you believe in yourself, people talk about jump shots going to slump. Yeah. Man, Steph Curry <laughs> jump shot, though, going to slump. I don't understand. I see him make 77 in a row and 94 out of, or 96 out of 100 or something like that on video. Right. At practice. I, oh, like, come practice. on, man. This is after practice. This is, this is after practice. After he's tired and yeah. did everything. That's, that's crazy. 77 in a row out of 100. In a row. He made more than that, he but in a row. He made like 90-something, 94-something right. like that. That's crazy. Now, here's why if they lost, I wouldn't – like, I, I hate rooting for two teams because I get caught up into the team I'm rooting for. Then I want to turn the channel when they're acting up. They they had a 14-point deficit they had to overcome in that basketball game. Exactly, and that's what that's what did in the, the um, Cavs because they panicked and started shooting threes. Yep. They were like, oh, my God, they came back. Like, you know what I'm saying? They start panicking. Everybody starts shooting threes. <laughs> One of my boys said uh, they built a youth center for our <laughs> community center with all them bricks they were shooting. <laughs> I wonder why when it was up 14 points did they, did they start, they tried to put them away at home. Uh, and and maybe you got two games to do that to try to steal one. You up 14 points, Cleveland. You could, Nobody could stop LeBron in the paint. He, has four, he ended up with 44 points. In, re, in regulation, he had 42 points. And mm-hmm. overtime, he only got two points. Now, I don't know why. I'm not a fan of the shot he took, but that's LeBron. He can he can make those. He, he, if he said that's the shot I was I mean, looking for. He just made the same shot to win the game he last did. year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. Um, and then, that's why I say. Spot. Right, yeah, he, that was his spot. He said, if he says that's the shot I was looking for, I'm rolling with that because I, you, when you got a great superstar, if he say that's what I'm looking for, that's what he was looking for. You Why, why was somebody who can't take that shot – but Sitting I would have risked. I would have uh, took my chances, like we was just talking about. One of them gonna call a foul. <laughs> exactly, those referees. <laughs> go to the goal. I'm going under. He I'm going to the it. basket. No, but they haven't stopped him all game. They was playing a one on one with a, you know he, Draymond was faking like he was gonna come over, 
But they was pretty much playing a one-on-one with, with all those dudes and then just not letting everybody else get off. Right, right. And that's and that, how you do it. And that, that that's was their strategy. Alan, like I told you, that's how Allen Iverson did, man. Allen Iverson took them all the way to the finals. All right, here, Allen, get yours, but we're going to shut down everybody else. Right, right. Because we got Shaq in the lane. Yep. And, and here's here's to finish off that part of it. The way they did Mark Jackson, that's really Mark Jackson's team. The way they did Mark Jackson, so if they lost, I wouldn't have any. Even though I'm rooting for him, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be too upset about it. And you just don't. Yeah. Because you, you know, you just can't do certain things and expect great things to happen, or you can't do certain things and expect bad things to happen. And in this case, great things See, would be. Would in be. this case, it's so weird. It seemed like they knew Mark Jackson. They didn't want to do it, but they knew what Steve Kerr's philosophy and what he brought would take them to a different level. But then again, a lot of the guys were first. Zilly was out for the whole year. They didn't have Barbosa. They didn't have Lee Livingston. They didn't have you know what I'm saying. Draymond yeah. Green came along. Yep. The only switch was they put Harrison Barnes in the starting lineup and put Iguodala on the bench, which was which has no problem with that. Although I thought Iguodala was a um, starter, but you you got nah, when, that's when smarter you, now. He, you oh got yeah, a, you got an all star playing against the the bitch players on the other team. Exactly. So when he comes in, you you talking about a starter in the game, and I don't mind him in his career. Well, hopefully he doesn't mind in his career being that sixth man of the year. I think he should get that next year if the way these guys play the way they do. And you got to find a chemistry on this team. But I, I wonder, and I ask you this, do you think Mark Jackson, because he's coached before, but do you think he was a starter, get this team together the way he had to uh, Golden State Warriors Get them together for another coach, to, and then the coach being somebody with the philosophy of Steve Kerr, because um, I because the rumblings that I hear the that he and the owners just didn't see eye to eye and things, so it's easy for an owner to say, okay, well, if you don't see eye to eye, eye to eye with us, this is conduct detrimental. Well, we just we just get rid of you. We just Man, get rid of they you. They win. Well, they already exceeded everything. Right. So I mean, it's already. I mean, you can't even say it's justified. I, I can't. It's just. It's approved because Steve Kerr don't even you can you can tell he don't even feel comfortable about talking about that. He don't. You, you know, can, he, he know he he always give praise to the team that Mark built. Right. I always hear Van Gundy. He he won't he won't say nothing when they ask that question. He'll just Van Gundy. No, he been in that situation. He mm-hmm. knows. Uh, and I and I like with I like that too. I like that Steve Curry uh, gives gives credit and or don't want to entertain. That's especially what you have going on right now. I'm not entertaining that. Uh, Mark Jackson put this team together. Okay, we all know that. What I'm bringing to the table, and I think he has a good assistant coaching staff over there, Steve Kerr. Uh, a lot of those guys could be – two of those guys could be head coaches. Um, we watched LeBron. Uh, Gentry already um, got the uh, New, Orleans? New Orleans job. Yep. Uh, and I hope he um, hires some guys like um, – well, I don't, I don't see Tyrone – Lou leaving Cleveland. I think he probably the new Cleveland coach. Did you see LeBron real quick before we? Uh, well, we got about two minutes before break. You see LeBron call timeout. He think he he think he's the coach. He is the he, coach. <laughs> did you see him call timeout? He like forget this timeout. Yeah, he is the coach in the GM. He is disrespecting this guy, is, Black. I'm thinking the only way LeBron James. <laughs> Stay there is if he can get who he wants some stock options in the team and let me buy half the team or something. Yeah, that's true. And them, 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 if he could do that, and it, it, it'll be his castle and his, you know what I'm saying, right? I, I think he'll do it. 
But did you see that? Did you see that timeout? I mean, he just. Yeah, he was tired, man. He played. I told you he had the whole state <laughs> on his back. Everybody else let him down. Uh, here's here's when they saw that run. He was the only one that was like, you could see it. Here's the everybody mis- else. They, the shots they was making last year. I mean, that's just still they had nine days off and a chance to win at the end. So mm-hmm. we talking about nothing really if he hit that shot or Shumper hit that shot. Yeah, Shumper had a good. He had time to hit that shot too. Had a good look at it too. Um, here's where they lost, in my opinion. I thought Kyrie played well. Kyrie played had nine days of rest. Um, and, and we're going to get into a Kyrie story on, on the other side of the break about him going to um, see Dr. Andrews. And I didn't know that was not a team uh, agreement. But we'll talk about that on the other side. Kyrie played well. I thought he did a great job on um, on um, Stephen Curry. Stephen had 26 points. You can't, you can't guard LeBron. You can't check LeBron. You can't stop LeBron. You can't stop Stephen Curry because of what he has around him as well. LeBron is tired. So I wonder what a seven game, a six to seven game series is going to look like for him. Um, the frustration that's going to come upon him. Here's why I thought they lost. When J.R. Smith took a back seat and became the third player on the team, when I thought J.R. Smith should have been the second guy, um, when he's hot, these guys on fire, they win. Now, LeBron is LeBron because the strategy for Golden State is let LeBron have his 40, 50 points. Don't let anybody else get off. Don't let anybody else get off. They weren't helping on them. There was no help. They was all contested shots. Right. They weren't helping. Like, you got length on you now the whole game. Yep. And them other teams, they have to help with guards and everybody whoever close to LeBron. But they got enough players to match up with them. Like, you go in the post, you got Draymond down there they can switch with. Then you got... Iguodala over here. You got Harrison Barnes over there. It's Clay Thompson right here. Who do you, you, who do you guard? Sometimes probably. In the, I like Sean down. Come off the bench. Or not really. But you can try. But the, the um, but that's that's the two tails of both ends right there. Golden State Warriors, they have a bench. They You, you can rest. That, I've been telling my boys, they think you're hating all these. I want to I want to talk to all my boys right now from Arkansas that are crazy LeBron fans. Dude, like I hate oh, fanatics. Man. I like fans are one thing. Me too. Fanatics. I, I think Come we on, I think we agree on that one hundred percent together. There's some fans and fanatics. Fanatics are idiots. They don't have no rationality, man. You got to <laughs> look, man. LeBron is great. I'm not saying he's not. He gonna, he might get sixty, but they're still gonna lose. Because yeah. everybody else goes go like twenty five. Now they're gonna shut them down. Right. They have a better team. It's, just, it's a team game. And, I'm and, not hating on LeBron. Saying I'm saying that they're not gonna win because he don't have enough help. Right. And then that, that's hating on LeBron. Oh, you you wake up hating on LeBron, man. Man, that that's I don't hate on nobody. I love that brother. I love what he do. And I'm you know that's the same like, way I'm on, with man. uh Kobe. I'm the same way with Kobe. I'm not hating on Kobe, but exactly. we 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 are talk about that because I do want to get into that. I think I haven't heard anybody say it how I say it, and that was exactly what I would have said. You fans and fanatics, those are two different people. Fanatics don't have no rationale. They just like who they like and try to find the best thing about them and not even see the worst that comes with him being the best, him hitting mm-hmm. 60 points. Kwame Lawson Sports Talk, we'll take a quick break. Got Nelly on the other line. Uh, we'll take another quick break, and we'll end the show on the last segment. We'll be right back. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. 
We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. I look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the big brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on, let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're gonna play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're gonna hear some music and it's either from a porn or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell did they know that I got gas? Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk. Kwame Lasseter with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. These guys know sports. This is a good Friday song if you just chilling back in the day at home. Just remind you of home. This remind you was growing up. Huh? This remind you when you was growing up, this type of music right here. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk, we are back at <laughs> LA. The last segment. Stop it. Here we go. All right, we were talking about, um, we were talking, off the air, I was telling you about the, uh, the uh, what I might do during the football season, and I think it'll be a great concept. You get to because you, I, I like sports radio. When I'm leaving the game, I probably I listen to interviews after, not interviews, but sports radio where where everybody call in and voice their opinion, and and just by sitting in the stands, they think they know everything that happened in the game. But now you got somebody, you got some guys who, you know, play that high level and can tell you what this guy is thinking. You can like for for example, you played at a high level in baseball. You can tell you a fan can call in about football, and we talking football because you know all sports. But we talking football. You can tell them what an athlete is thinking because of the process of every athlete have to go through is pr- pretty much similar to get to what he or she has to go to at that high level. So it's a focus, man. You got right. you, you don't they don't understand how you have to focus on the game, especially baseball, man. You know how hard that ball comes if you're in the infield. <laughs> you're not focused, man. <laughs> Dude, you have to be focused on every little detail. And football too, it's like a car wreck, right? When you ha- when you really hit somebody. Right. And you, right. you gotta be focused. Basketball and, and it's just a level. That's why a lot of people don't make it. A lot of people have the talent, but they don't have the focus. No, exactly. Too much stuff distracting. And and girls, money, all this other stuff that everybody likes. It, it they understand that it's times ten when you do what you have to do. Right. 
I, and I agree with that. Uh, and we go back to, uh, and on the other side of that, you know, you got some callers who want to call in. I like a show like that where you probably talk about, it's a two-hour show, for example. Let's say it's a two-hour show. You talk about 40 minutes, what's going on in world football. Then you open up the lines and everybody call in to talk about, let's say somebody from on the, other, on the East Coast called about the Philadelphia-Dallas game, Philadelphia and Buffalo game. That's just a conversation we could have and, and find out what's going on because, you know, I like to do them in bars. I don't like to be in the studio. I really don't like to be in the studio. I think every, I think every show, you should be on location somewhere. That's if the people who's running the show, not running the show that I'm doing right now, but who's behind the big bigger picture. That's if they mm-hmm. doing. That's if they doing their job with marketing and public relations. Um, but I think being in the studio, you, you're really killing yourself. You need to be on location where people can see you. Then you can market and brand yourself. But that makes for a good show, in my opinion. And then you can get exactly. that. And then you can talk well, about those fans. I'm a road dog. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah you out there. We man, you can really corner the market uh, with East Coast, West Coast, and everything. Um, but that, then you go back to. So what? we never got to your pick. I picked Golden State in six. What? Who are you picking in the series? We've been talking, but I ain't heard you say nothing. Who you? Yeah, you didn't. Picking. I thought I said seven, and I said I said seven out of respect to LeBron James. Because I'm not a. Oh, okay. I, you might have said that. I, I did say it. I might have said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and here's where. And then we got into. I guess a little about two minutes down the road, we got into fans and fanatics. I'm not a. I'm not LeBron James fan. I respect LeBron James because uh, we was talking about the timeout he called. I'm like, you disrespecting the coach, but that is LeBron's team. LeBron put all that together. Black is just a head, a figure as a head coach. You got to have a head coach, like like Jordan. Phil Jackson, at some point, he was the guy. Jordan then became Jordan's team. Jordan was making plays and making the calls. Um, but you never see – I didn't see Jordan disrespect. Mm-hmm. Never saw him uh, disrespect Phil Jackson. I'm watching LeBron disrespect this guy every chance he get. Now, and, you, and you mentioned – you had a good point that he was tired. He was only one – he got 44 points, 42 points. Yeah, man. This guy was tired. Four people guarding him. Right, right. Four at a, different sizes. Traymond bouncing him, make him he making him run the court. He got to play Magic <laughs> and Michael and Kareem. And <laughs> he got to be everybody, man. That's what I'm saying. Like I understand, we understand sports. See, that that's another thing. When we watch sports, we understand the sport, the game itself. Because I would never play anything that I don't know the rules. So that's just stupid to me, right? To, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you not know the rules? You got to know the rules first. So, like, I know the rules to all the sports that I watch and fight, like even soccer. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I struggle with them, but I can figure it out. So we have some kind of, like, and when you're at the top of your game, man, the focus that you have to have and try to get other people on, on board because of all the distractions, man, people don't understand that. But I understand that. To, to watch LeBron go through this, you know what I'm saying, he went back. He, you know what I'm saying, went back on his words. Well, not on his word, but he went back after dude just pretty much told him, I can't believe you left, and just called him everything but a child of God in a letter. I just really, I just really, really thought that was so disrespectful. And I, and I, and I'm not, I respect what LeBron see, did. You know what, though? They, I saw a piece, man. They have like a grandmother's club, a LeBron's grandmother's club, man, like all the grandmothers, and they. <laughs> 
they are LeBron's grandmother's club. Like it's crazy. What? What is that? that? A piece on it on. Like I don't know. It's like you gotta look it up. I can't really explain it. But like these these older women, they all came together and they were his his fan club, and they they call themselves the grandmother's club. But they LeBron's grandmother's club. Were they older they ladies? Fans. Yeah, they all older ladies from from the Cleveland area. Oh, okay. When he left, they was all still with him. They was like, "Well, baby had to do what he had to do." Well, see, that's now a grandmother. Back, you know what I mean? They all. It's about. I know it's about. It's at least twenty of them. Yeah, but that's what grandmothers it, do. It, grandmothers, it, do, they it was, they let you they let you go out and find your way, and then you got to come back home. I, and I said, yep. you can always come back home, LeBron. You had to go do what you had to go do in Cleveland, uh, but you came back home. I just don't. I just don't want him traveling all over the country for different teams, playing with different teams. Uh, maybe just these two teams, Miami and Cleveland. But I don't think Cleveland deserves him. I really don't. I don't Man, think they deserve him. I don't care him. where he go. He got to do what he got to do. He, I, you know I what agree. I mean? Is he gonna get, at the end of the day, all right, this, this is how stupid people are to me when they talk about sports. Uh, he shot 38 times, okay? <laughs> when he left Cleveland, they were saying he was – Deferring too much, and he wasn't shooting, and you know what I'm saying. Right, the final he shots. To shoot more. Oh my! Now everybody broke down. No Kevin Love, no Kyrie. Now everybody else that's second string got to step up and be first. And now whoever was third string got to be second. And and that's why LeBron left. He got tired of uh, taking all that. And that's why he left Cleveland. And that's why. And I think this is why he left Miami because. He was playing too many minutes in Miami when you got Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, and he's still doing all the work. He went there so mm-hmm. that work could be shared and we could still win. Dwayne, he thinking Dwayne Wade was going to be Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was always always hurt. Chris Bosh, 6'11", shooting threes all day long. Get down and low. And we make it the same amount of money. Exactly. And I'm out there doing all the work. I came out here. I yeah, did my job. How basketball have a salary cap? And a, that, that just don't make sense to me. How do they have a salary cap is beyond me because when I was listening to some uh, publications the other day, and it makes sense, and it's, uh, it's something we talk about around the table anyway. What the only I don't care if you created the team, you built this team, whatever, however you got your money, you built the team, you wanted a team. If the owners don't have a salary cap and they can make whatever they want off it, the players shouldn't have a salary cap. Exactly. How, how, how do you put a price Man, on LeBron like- James? It's like this uh, this baseball league. That's why we're getting our own league right here. <laughs> Man, like this league, the Atlantic League. They right. have the exact same amount of pay scale. For, they've, they've been in existence for 15 years. Now, you know that's since 2000, I guess. So, all right. Now, you know how the economy has switched and whatever. Right. All right. Now, you look. Now, their owner, the owner of one of the teams was doing a, um, a piece in Forbes magazine on how, and they call it a, uh, Bush League Bonanza, how they just making all this money. Mm-hmm. And then the players are getting absolutely nothing. No, like, you have to pay to live somewhere. <laughs> They're paying you less than 3000 Like, it's just so unbelievable. If I told you the numbers, you wouldn't believe it. But here's what drives me crazy with that, is that when a player speaks up about it, he's being greedy. When, when is he being greedy when I'm watching my owner and this organization make all the money because of me? Uh, well, it has something to do with me. How do you because put a they ca- own the media, right? But how do you put a and cap? the media make them evil or greedy? But I don't think you could put and a they cap. They don't make on the owners greedy. Now, Jerry Jones can build a billion dollar stadium, but they don't want to pay Dez Bryant and Lamarcus Murray. Crazy they brought them all that money last year because they was winning. Crazy, that is crazy. 
That, that just don't make sense to me. It makes sense to me as a business person because that's how they keep the money. But, but you got to take care of the players. Our league is not going. Our league is going to take care of the players. And the players should get everything free, in my opinion. You got all these sponsors. You have Nike. You have like, come on, like yeah, in the NFL and the NBA, uh-huh. you have your own, you know, sponsorships. And but in baseball, man, the leagues they don't they don't get sponsored, and they get. Like soccer, like soccer, will put anything on your uniform. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you NASCAR. Give me the right amount of money. NASCAR. Yeah, they'll put. When I play uh, in Mexico, dude, we had all kinds of patches on our hands <laughs> and everywhere down the side of your leg. But that boarded money to that organization. Yes, not for you. Yep. The more they make, I, I we we can argue. Now it won't even be an argument. We could talk about this for days. The argument would be on the other side of it is how they feel like this is right. And again, I go back to when the player brings it up. You think the player he, now he's a rebel? Now he's this. He's he's disconnected with, or he wants this, or isn't he making enough money? No, he's not nah, making enough money. You're exploiting the system, and then they're gonna look wrong, and they don't have to answer no questions. Just, they don't want to answer no questions. Right, they want it, you to answer all the questions. And it's just like it's just like college. Uh, when we talk about college, how much money they make on a collegiate level, but you just keep calling these guys amateurs when they bring in professional money to the NCAA or to that mm-hmm. or to that university. It's craziness, man. Craziness. Like I was watching a thing on Cam Newton, they didn't find nothing he did wrong. That's like Cam himself, and they still try to like demonize him or whatever. Well, which, who, who was he that? He was winning. Cam Newton when he was with Auburn, and they won a national championship. Oh yeah, you know Cam got paid uh, getting twenty million a year, sixty yeah, of, that's sixty why of I a guarantee. Yeah, yeah, well, and and it's. Now you could talk about damn, we run out of time, but you could talk about him getting that money and not having a championship. That's the growing rate for quarterbacks. That's Man, the, that's if the Ryan Hill just got the money he got, that, I don't want to hear no argument about At what all. Just At all. Him won the division two years in a row. And people forget about that just because the Saints won the Super Bowl a couple years. They think the Saints won it or the Falcons. Nope. Cam yeah. won it. But when you don't like a player, you find something bad about everything bad to say about it and then try to justify why he shouldn't get that money. But, he but should, he, he deserved that you, money. They're doing him exactly like they did Donovan McNabb. Exactly. No weapons. You do everything yourself, and he getting beat up. It's like, like, yeah. dang man, put some weapons around him. Now he got, he has they Benjamin. Now. Yeah, he has Benjamin, but that that was the only dog that he had on his team that was gonna go get her. He has that man. Unfortunately, yeah, we gotta you, get out of here. We, oh uh, yeah, yeah, we got thirty seconds. Brian Nelson, uh, like I said, long time family member of the show. Uh, I always appreciate when you call in, you bring that insight. I do want to. Next time you call in, I do want to talk about the uh, the forward moving on that new baseball league. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I'm headed to the airport, headed to Northern California, and get this work in. Uh, appreciate it. Sure, the- Thanks for having me, bro. Man, anytime, anytime. We'll talk some more on that other stuff also. Kwame Lassie sure, Sports man. Talk. It's Friday. You guys have a great weekend, and we out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>